Buenos Nachos Amigos and welcome to Halajuku, a periodic discussion of East Asian pop culture by a couple of dudes from the East Coast of the United States. I'm PD Rave. I'm freshly showered, feeling good. <laughs> I thought I'd share that. Uh, we're here, we're here to talk about East Asian pop culture. Here with me, of course, is my tag team partner, my partner in crime, my right-hand man to left, my left-hand side. The one, the only, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How are you doing, Kaz? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I am, uh, I am freshly shaved and showered as well. <laughs> yes. We're, we're, we recorded at night, but we're, uh, we're both periodic night showers. At least I am nowadays. Uh, it just feels good to, like, sleep showered. Uh, that that being said, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. Uh, so fresh and so clean. Uh, but that being said, we're here to talk about East Asian pop cultures, not our showering routines. Um, uh, of course, we start off every episode talking about what's new. Uh, Kaz, what's new? Mm-hmm. What's, what's caught your attention since we last gathered? So for me, it is the boys at uh, AOMG. So Simon Simon Dominic has kind of been on a run. He's released like four videos in like the past uh like the past month or so, like or in like almost in the, in the past 2 weeks. Yeah. He's released like four videos. Um Summer hit, Summer miss. I kind of like this one. It's a, it's a it's a bit in that braggadocious camp, but but I like the flow of it and it's called uh Ya and Gang. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gay. It's missing some words, but you know, hey. It sounds but no, it has a good beat. Uh, it, 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 it has a good sound to it. And I just kind of enjoyed it. It, it just had a really fun vibe to it. Yeah. And I, I enjoy Sidemic's rhyme style. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very uh, braggadocious and intense. Uh, it's very pointed. Uh, oh, like, it, it's. It's definitely like a very much like uh there's there's quite a bit of posturing. <laughs> uh and but I think it it works. It works for Simon Dom, Dom, Simon Dominic. Uh the the video is interesting. Uh I would I, I do find it kind of like amusing is just he found three <laughs> I'm not I don't want to say three random black guys. They probably are professional dancers. Uh, but <laughs> they just kind of uh, it, it's it's well, interesting. It, it is funny because he he does have these these guys who are professional dancers in this video, uh, and somebody goes to make the the statement in the in the comments because everybody's kind of been following all these these songs. <laughs> Uh, Simon Dominic has been putting out, and they're like, so you can get professional dancers, but not professional twer- twerk girls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He, he has a video out that's very, um, you know, like, like, uh, has girls in it, um, <laughs> but none of them are good at twerking in that video. So, you know. Yeah. You know, hey. Sometimes, sometimes you, you do your casting uh, at at a dance uh, academy or dance agency, and sometimes you do your casting on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that it's a song that this is a song that caught my attention. I think it's pretty good. I think I think uh, some of the other songs that Simon Dominic has put out as well 
uh, in the past month or two are definitely worth checking out as well. So head over to the AOMG YouTube channel and check out those if you weren't into that. Um, moving on from there is, uh, for me, a, a cipher uh, featuring, well, it's a, it's a song by uh, Siki, but it has a bunch of people on it, so I just kind of called it a cipher. Um, <laughs> it has PH1, Woody the Godchild, uh, and and Giddy Up, uh, produced by Groovy Room. Uh, and it's just like kind of a fun, fun, like, jam. Yeah. Uh, Woody the Godchild, we got, uh, also, not to forget, uh, your boy Jay Park, our boy. Uh, mm-hmm. Pache Bum in there as well. Uh, yeah, it, it's a fun, like, hip hop jam. It's a fun, like, turn up anthem. <laughs> like, uh, it is a fun to kind of, like, uh, it's called Giddy Up. Uh, Giddy Up. And I like the, it's, it's, it's fun to kind of watch them do the altered, uh, the altered shoot uh, with the, with the Giddy Up, uh, as their sig, you know, the point dance. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the point choreography uh as it were for a hip-hop uh video um but it, it's fun it's it's a fun kind of like pass the mic uh kind of like a uh uh catchy hip-hop track uh, I, yeah. I, I do like the the using giddy up um i can't help but think that you know using something like giddy up in like the force emoji in the thing is inspired by something but hey yeah <laughs> mm. Um, last but not least, uh, we go from, from higher music back to AOMG because, um, my boy and yours, Park J Bomb, uh, as you just mentioned, uh, has this collab with, uh, Yoltron. Uh, he has a, he, there's actually another song actually with him and Yoltron, uh, that is actually really good too, but I, I enjoyed the hell out of this one. It's called On Fire. Uh, and, and yeah, it's just, it's just a jam. It's just a fucking jam. R and B J Park. Gotta love it. R R and B R and B love making anthem. Or not love making anthem, but like because it's a little bit more danceable to that. But it's very like modern R and B artist, which is not R and B at all. But like a modern singer, hip hop adjacent singer, uh, which is a lot of like the, the some of the the, the music drops. And whatnot, yeah. and the the and the nice guy anthem lyrics, <laughs> uh, kind of like uh, Jay Park getting back to being thirsty as hell. It's like, <laughs> it's like, like don't, nobody asks you to light yourself on fire. Just, just um, be, be, because I have I have taken a lot to looking at uh. Uh, comments and stuff a lot more. I, I, I didn't know Jay Park has had like the same background dancers for essentially his whole career. At least, well, a couple. So like, yeah, uh, there's a, like, it was like a, a couple, couple come and go, there. but yeah, yeah. like Purple has been there, but they went out to film something else. A couple of them uh, have all, you know, uh, a couple of different artists come here and there, but he's worked with a lot of a lot of uh, commonalities. Uh, yeah, he has like a. I mean, he knows the. Da- I I imagine he knows the dance scene in in Korea, like the dancer scene. You know, he's had a dance crew himself, so 
you know he's going to be part of that dancing and he's going to be ingratiated with them like you know AOMG was a dance crew they were they, they were art of movement group before they were the uh before they were anything else so uh it makes sense but it's still still cool to like like uh, you know you, you go he knows where, where he came from and like uh, yeah. of all the things and he's he's he has that loyalty you know he's a good he's a good dude yeah um, I don't know. I just I I've enjoyed how much people enjoy Jay Park for some reason lately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think it works out well. Uh, it's really cool. It's fun. Uh, it's and it's a fun track. So I love seeing mm-hmm. more of that from Jay Park. Uh, more of anything from Jay Park. Uh, just I'm looking forward to 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 more of that stuff. Uh, maybe you know maybe. As as he grows his global brand uh, even more, um, but yeah. Speaking of turn up anthems, <laughs> uh, I've got a couple of tracks. Uh, only one of them is really a turn up anthem, but uh, it's 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 a really fun one. Uh, I'm gonna start off with uh, the one, the only Kisum. Uh, she of formerly of a couple of shows, including on Pretty Rap Star and. She of having a pretty nice steady rap career uh, and having a, kind of her own distinct style. She came out with a song called Sudia, or I think it's, you could just say it's Let's Drink Up, uh, but it's pretty much it's called Sudia. And it's it's pretty much that. It's a it's, uh, let's get out and have fun drink. <laughs> let's get this drink. And and it's fun. It's It's super catchy. It's very much if you know, it, it it kind of establishes itself as like the it starts off with uh you know the breakdown is like kiss them make you smile kiss them gonna make you smile and it, it's very much with that mood in mind it's, it's a fun catchy song to kind of uh brighten your mood and and be catchy and cute and 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 be the perfect uh thing for you to sing when it's when it's time for shots, <laughs> like, like, it's like, mashallah, mashallah, you know, and the, the, the dance moves are really fun. And then, like, it, it's, it's a fun track overall. Uh, what, yeah. do you, what do you think? Um, yeah, no, it's a fun track. And I kind of, I kind of like, uh, cause we, we've talked about this before, the, the mobile styling videos, because yeah. you know where people are watching your videos. But this one is done in a really creative way because it is definitely meant to replicate Instagram. Yeah. Um in in pretty much its its entire videoing thing. Like like most of the clips have that Instagram like timeline when you're watching someone's stories above the top. So like it, it's it's really cool and interesting. And I, I, yeah. I like that styling wise and I think it's just a fun video and a fun song. Yeah, it has like the 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 poles in there, <laughs> like uh, the different features. Uh, you know, the swiping. Uh, it's it, it's fun. It, it is it is fun, and Kism is fun. Uh, so go check it out. Uh, speaking of well, not speaking of anything. Really. Speaking of girls that are fun, kind of. There's no way to kind of uh, get out from that uh, to this, but we're gonna jump over. Uh, finally, kind of have some Japanese reputation, representation now, uh, with a new song by the now five-member group 
uh, known as Fakie. Uh, kind of the new song. I don't think this is the. I'm not sure if this is the first track they released as five, but I, I, I believe so maybe. Uh, but I, I'd have to double check. I should have. I should have double checked that before. But now they are together as uh, five, following the departure of Anasawai and the addition of, of two uh, two new members, and. It it is a fun track. the The song is called "Girls Gotta Live." Uh, it is very much the. This is more like it, it harkens back to very much like late nineties, uh, yeah, like pop R and B girl groups like you know like the uh, Destiny's Child, um, Spice Girls, Spice Girls in a way, right. the you know like. Uh, there's a couple of them, like, uh, I was about to say 808, but there's, like, a different... <laughs> there's, there's a couple of them that I can't, that I can't super recall, but, but it's very much that style, and the song very much fits that style, and and it's fun. It's it's well-made, it's cool, it's it's catchy. Uh, the 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 girls look great. Uh, Akina kind of, like, taking the center role now a little bit more, and she looks great, and the the well, they have the kind of the the gravitas a little bit and the the attitude and it works really well and the the look is very it fits into the the style that we were talking about like the retro style with one girl kind of have the space buns uh and kind of like the the, the colors and the color schemes and the some of the shots with some of like the fisheye shots so, and it works well it's a fun track so, what, yeah. what did you think um I kind of I, I don't know I think I think you kind of just nailed it on the head it's like kind of a fun track that that kind of harkens back on like that 90s vibe in a sense uh and just tries to catch you in a really particular way um I think it's interesting yeah so five also I double checked on Wikipedia I, I hadn't remembered that uh fakey stands for five ass kicking youngsters which is <laughs> This one, uh, so of course, uh, uh, the newer members are Hina and Taki. Uh, just as a context, and yeah, I believe this is very much their first track, or at least the early track, as five. So, good, good stuff. Look, they're looking forward to more from Fakey. They're one of kind of like the the groups that. It's one of the they have a very much they have a nice style and it's one of the few groups that I am consistently able to just automatically grab grab my attention when they're going to do something or, or release something in in when I'm talking about J-pop or in Japan Japanese music so uh, I want to make an effort to check out more but when it comes to Fakey I'm always like uh, they have my attention so looking forward to more from Fakey. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> of, well, not formerly five member groups, uh, Celeb Five, Celeb Five, mm-hmm. came out with a new track, uh, called I Wish I Could Unsee That. So, Celeb, Celeb Five is a grouping of, at first five, and now four comedians, <laughs> who decided to kind of make a parody girl group. And 
do it relatively well. They're, 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 they've created some really nice, like high energy, fun songs previously. Uh, kind of high choreography, like high octane choreography. Like the whole bit was they had the ridiculous choreography. Uh, which, yeah, which is like the ridiculously hard choreography, especially considering they weren't professional, necessarily professional dancers. Um, which was fun to kind of watch. And now they kind of like uh, have decided to turn to parodying a different style of of girl group songs, which is the innocent girl group song. Um, and they are wearing these these lovely white gowns. They're doing these like these pleasant, uh, lovely innocent poses, uh, singing this lovely song about rooting through your uh through your boyfriend's phone and finding out you're the side chick uh <laughs> which, is, which makes for a great like everything which makes for a kind of a great joke and uh it, it's fun because uh they play everything else so well as like as straight face as possible and aside from yeah. the fact that it's them <laughs> they play it well as as straight place as possible, and and it, I think I think it works well for the joke. Uh, it's it's yeah. not something that I, 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 I'm gonna like turn back to multiple times, but it's it's fun. It works well for like the joke. No, I agree. It's a, it's a it's a good joke. It's a good bit. I love I love dedication to a bit. Um, and this is a good bit, and this is this is a bit that you could be dedicated to in the fact that like you can keep evolving it, right? Because you can do different girl group stylings and different girl group kind of memes in a sense. Um, and and it, as you play it straight, it's what makes it funnier, right? Like, um, so I I am enjoying this bit a lot. Yeah. So look forward to more from Solid Five. Uh, also love the that they had the one song as five and they immediately lost a member so mm-hmm. <laughs> that, which is just that in and of itself is a great play on like like nine muses and all the groups that like have like numbered members uh numbered names that suddenly they're not like the number doesn't make sense anymore so that's a great bit um but yeah, uh, I have uh, the only other thing I wanted to bring up, which is a really cool thing. I don't really, don't really need to get too too into it, but I want to kind of give a shout out to a fantastic fan effort by Orbits, uh, various uh, Orbits getting together, collaborating on an album, an actual full length album called Orbitverse, uh, Orbits being the fans of Luna, and mm-hmm. getting together a very. You know, like a couple of different producers and songwriters and creators getting together to put together original music inspired by Luna about or inspired by Luna uh, and Luna songs. And it's surprisingly well made and well put together. I actually sat down and listened to the whole album and for, with the exception of a few like, I mean, if you want to be nitpicky about, like, fidelity, like, you can be if you really want to be that person. Uh, but it's a fan creation, and honestly, overall, it's really well made and really well uh, done. 
uh, really well performed. They have you know multiple different voices, uh, vocal efforts, uh, different artists collaborating with other artists, different contributions, and it's all available on YouTube and SoundCloud. So go check it out. Uh, did, yeah. did you get a chance to like it, check it out? Uh, no, I, I didn't check out much of it, but uh, funnily enough, I, I work with someone who is a Luna stan, uh, and they were just like, yeah, it's cool, but like, we're still mad that there's no new Luna music. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, win. look, we're, we're so mad we had to do it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, full length, yeah. Uh, I, I, I am cautiously optimistic when it comes to Luna. I'm hoping that all of this is to maybe just wait a little bit since we did get quite a bit of content over a couple of years and we are still getting like Luna TV and things like that. So hopefully the wait will be worth it. Uh, we, yeah. I, I know that they are open, opening up uh, registration this month in September or there, there's a, you should never look it up out of the dates, but this month, they're going to be open, opening up uh, recruitment registration for being in orbit or being an official fan club member. So that usually means like there's like new material around the same time sometimes with some groups. So, you know, usually there's like a something for that recruitment, you know, to follow that up with, uh, even if it's a concert or something like that. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I love Orbit's putting out a full-length album before your fan club puts out a uh, your fan your fandom puts out a full-length album before you do, and it's it's amazing. Uh, yeah, so go Orbit. All right, that brings us to the end of what's new. Uh, now we send it on over to the headlines. If I send it all over, we I just press two buttons and then we come back after two seconds. So it's it's headline time. Let's get into some headlines, talk about some topical topics. All right, so it is officially, at least around this time, the 10th anniversary of one of our favorite groups, FX. And Mm -hmm. what do we get for a present? Everyone's leaving! (laughs) Well, well, almost everyone. I, so, so... I view this in a in a very good light, right? Yes. Because at, we've always been talking about the fact that like we're waiting for we we like literally I I I can't speak for everyone, but for most people, we've been waiting for this moment, right? We've been wanting to see all, all the things everyone has kind of teased that they could do on their own that they want to do. Um and I think I think a lot of the fandom has already come to terms with the fact that that FX isn't going to you know come back, it, it's been long enough. Yeah. Um, Victoria's you, not coming you back. Don't from need China. to keep trying to make us think Santa Claus exists. Yeah, yeah. Um, Crystal's like not we know really where the presents are coming it. from. So <laughs> yeah, um, and then all so have a yeah, and and even at even at that 
kind of sense. Like, Amber has been mostly kind of promoting herself way more in America than anywhere else um, and, and doing a lot of that kind of stuff. So it's it's just kind of been the writing on the wall that we've all been waiting for. And it, it kind of coincided at a weird, weird moment. You know what I mean? Like to, uh, the 10th anniversary, yeah. which definitely is still, I think, worth celebrating. Yeah. Even if we really didn't make it 10 years. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's ten, the but, 10th anniversary where you celebrate FX's six-year career. <laughs> Like, yeah, because um, um, yeah, so we we get uh we got a couple of consecutive announcements where uh, Amber announced that she was departing from SM Entertainment, uh, and we had confirmations that and and here and there, uh, Jeff Benjamin even teased that there was somebody else that was going to leave. Uh, we then got confirmation that Victoria, uh, really unsurprised, even the most unsurprisingly, uh, did not renew her contract either uh and this is really all basically that they didn't renew their contract because they certainly weren't granted release uh, <laughs> uh they, they didn't renew their their contract and that wasn't even the person jeff benjamin was referring and that was because that was the one he was referring to was luna who also was not uh renewing her contract uh there was updates on crystal uh then i guess it considered it's Still, I think. Um, let me see an uh, update. This Crystal is next out the door. There have been updates here and there. Uh, I believe with them just saying the oh we're still talking to Crystal. So which usually just means that we don't want to admit that we're that she's on until we have to absolutely admit that she's on. Uh, yeah. Which uh, that one could still go either way because uh, they could still keep her on as an actor. Like they, they, she could just stick around, uh, because of SM Entertainment. It, it, she could stay with the company. It's still a, a very much a viable acting agency, and she would still get uh, a lot of opportunities. Or she might go to it like a different group. Uh, the you know, they're, they're, they're basically saying that uh, there's still there's still time remaining in our contract with Crystal, uh, which which is not not uh, definitive of what how much time uh, but they could be like they she could have signed a different contract when they were having the renewals uh it kind of like it is a weird time though it makes sense because uh usually how it works there's the seven day mark and then there's the 10 day to the seven year mark and the 10 year mark because usually at the seven year mark if they renew they renew for three years <laughs> I've, I've like found that it seems especially for sm they usually do the seven year, and then at the seven year, uh, they usually sign you for three. So it makes sense is like around the ten year mark, these all kind of like drop consecutively. Uh, but it, it's still, I mean, it, it's it's something that effectively they've been disbanded for a couple of years now. But it's still, it's still, it's still a bummer. Like we, even though we knew it was coming. It's still, you know, having to actually, like, you know, put the nail on that coffin, like, definitively, uh, is still not fun. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, what the positive is going to be that Luna is going to be able to do, be a little bit freer to kind of, like, uh, continue to, like, do possibly YouTube, 
the content creator stuff. She has like a a, <laughs> a shop and like I think like an art gallery slash like fake fragrance store slash cafe called Luna Room that she's put together with uh with a friend and business partner. Uh, so she's kind of has her own thing. Victoria obviously is uh, in China having her career and being forced to spout t- uh, government propaganda. <laughs> uh, that's her thing. And then you know, Crystal is going to continue to act. And Amber is going to do her own thing. You know, yeah. she, she works with her. You know, she's got friends in L.A. She's got... She's still... I mean... She still gets work in Korea. Like she's still like getting commercial deals and modeling deals for like fitness brands. And she's still like I believe she still has a deal with Nike. Like she's she did a Nike stuff uh, in Korea, Nike Korea. So like she's still a, a famous okay. in her personality. That uh, I could be wrong about it being Nike, but that. Uh, yeah, the, this one oh, this, yeah, choose phenomenal. She was in the she was in a couple of recent things with Nike and she might still she's probably gonna still continue that. Uh so she's she's not without opportunities for sure. Uh even even in like even in Korea. But she's probably gonna do that keep working those and then you know, keep doing her thing in LA with all her friends. And probably continue to do YouTube and music and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to Amber flourishing. Because you forget that she's she's still really young. <laughs> she's still like in her mid twenties, I believe. So like looking forward to more from Amber. Uh, yeah. FX. Bye. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, I mean, like I said, it's sad. At least, at least here, I think the sense with this was was we we had our anger and then we kind of got over it, and now it's an, a, a it's more celebratory than than with other things that we've had in the past. Like, I think for me, um, the the realization of twenty one never making music again was hard, right? Like that was a hard. Thing to get over. Um, I think when girl, I, I think when kind of girls' generations started to fall apart, that was a hard thing for you. Like that was like a hard. The, like, what do you mean? They're they're, they're not falling apart. They're they're fine. They're they're, they're Soshibon is strong. Soshibon is strong. They even had that subunit. Yeah. They all still love each other. They had they celebrated Tiffany's birthday together. Everything's fine. Uh, but yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's hard to to let go of your fandom, but I think here with FX, I think we had fun, um, and, and we yeah. wished them all the best. We love FX. It was, it, 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 I have fun with like the girl generation, but FX was aside. They were one of they are they still are one of, like that quintessential group for me. They just had such a creative discography, and they were just really create like dynamic a dynamic group that just had such a cool like sound and it was sad they kind of basically <laughs> it's sad because they i mean they've essentially as you watch them get replaced and then systematically kind of like uh 
kind of get pushed to the side. It was, it was a huge bummer, especially for, for how much the, how much we, we loved them. They, they, they were, they were, they lived behind me for so long with that poster. <laughs> like, if you go back and watch old, like, early video versions of, like, the various podcasts they do, Record Breakers or even Halajuku, they lived when I was sitting over there. They lived behind me. Uh, I still wish I had. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, everything goes well for everyone in uh, in uh, FX and in their careers. All right, moving forward to something else. All right, MakeStar <laughs> will try to produce rewards for Sonamu's tw- 2017 project themselves after TSE, TSN Entertainment continue to delay things. All right, back in November of 2017, yes, that's 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 correct. Sonamu opened the MakeStar project. MakeStar being kind of like a uh, Korean entertainment version of like Kickstarter or Indiegogo um, for their upcoming album. Uh, in June of 2018, after a lack of progress, fans requested feedback after seven months. Uh, kind of like a fan account that said, we demand feedback, it's been seven months since the beginning of the project, we got no news, uh, and it's a lengthy kind of like uh, demands. In July 2018, TS Entertainment uh, posted an apology uh, for the delays and said they were working on it. Then in August, it seemed like things were may have been getting moving after the meeting green rewards were fulfilled. But radio silence hit once again, and finally in February 2019, it was updated that Sonamu would be coming back in March. It was like, there's a, there's a uh, kind of like an update. Then in March, they provided handwritten letters from the members and said the album would be in April. Well, as you can probably tell by the fact that you know, we're reading this article uh, to <laughs> begin with and that you hadn't heard of a Sonamu comeback, like we forgot they existed. Uh, this article's words, but also mine. Uh, nothing has been delivered as of yet. Uh, for the waiting for Asian Junkie. Uh, apparently, MakeStar has had enough as well because after it seemed like they'd be able to ship rewards by August, TS Entertainment informed them of yet another delay since the inability to deliver awards reflects poorly on MakeStar as well. They revealed that they requested contents from TS Entertainment to uh, fund and make the rewards themselves to deliver to customers. Uh, Unfortunately, the stipulation of MakeStar even trying to accomplish this is that they need help from TS Entertainment to do this, uh, which obviously is a problem to begin with. But for MakeStar to air TS Entertainment like this, it basically means they've reached the point where they're never going to work with them again. Just uh, as they put it in the article, just a terrible situation. This is more um, just fascinating. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. If like Kickstarter just stepped in on a project and just said, "We'll do it," <laughs> like, like <laughs> if like one of those like board like one of those like fifty million board games that get uh kickstarted on on Kickstarter, uh they they refuse to you know the, the big person they refuse to have any updates and nothing happens for a couple of years and they just said, you know what, give give us the art assets and the and the and the game design stuff and we'll just do it. We'll do it, Mike. <laughs> uh, but basically, that's what they're going to do. They, obviously, they still have to get that stuff from PSN game, so it's probably unlikely that they will be able to do it. But this is essentially just them calling TS Entertainment on the on on their bullshit 
what I think what that's were, good. Yeah, what were your impressions I, on No, like it's it's a thing where you you are you you live in your fandom and and you care about your thing enough and when people aren't willing to deliver to you like not not necessarily what you're owed but what you're owed it's it's kind of like all right like so if you're not going to give it to me I'll just I can do it myself like you know like it's 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 that easy like I I don't need you to to just I don't know I don't I don't need you to to string me around for me to just end up ha- not getting this thing that I wouldn't and I could get myself if I really wanted to yeah I like or the fun thing of like Nick Star kind of just stepping in uh just mm-hmm. just as uh, a mediator and it's you know, and, and it's a lot uh, more in the kind of the long line of of TS Entertainment mess. <laughs> like, just as a company, uh, it's 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 marveling. It's, it's it's a marvel to watch because it's it's amazing mm-hmm. that you can like mess up that badly. <laughs> um, and it's. It's ridiculous that it's gotten to this point that you can't just like release the thing, like like you mm-hmm. can't just release the thing. Like this is like, what are you doing instead of that? Like, uh, your TS Entertainment. I, I'm almost, I've almost forgotten who TS Entertainment has at this point that they would be like prioritizing. Like, like maybe tracing, uh, the TRCNG, I, I the Blazers. These things that we talk about where sometimes people just have really terrible management. You know what I mean? Like they just, they don't know how to manage their prospects. They don't know how to manage the things around them and they just are bad at it. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I, I'm, I'm at this point, it's one of those companies where I just hope everyone gets to just leave and then the company can just, disappear or just focus on like their actors or whatever. Um so it's like yeah. CS Entertainment seems to be a hot mess. Yep. What do you expect? And it's not gonna stop. Like no. it's gonna continue to go that way. Yeah. So all the best to Sonamu who are unfortunately caught up in all this with uh, that company's with their career in that company's hands. Yeah, it's it's there's not much you can do. So I wish you all the best. Uh there's some talented people in that group and they put out some good songs, so it's like it's a huge bummer. Um but yeah, we must move forward. To speaking mm. of companies debuting girl groups. Uh Big Hit announces dates and cities for global girl group audition with source music, unveils creative teasers. Um, so Big Hit and Source Music are getting together, kind of doing a big project. They're, they announced that they're going to, after, you know, after Big Hit and, uh, acquired Source Music, they're going to be announcing, uh, launching a global audition for a brand new girl group. Uh, on September 4th, the agency confirmed its plans to an official statement announcing 
Uh, quote, in a joint venture with Swiss Music, we will be holding a, quote, plus global audition, uh, end quote, to select members for a new girl group, whom we will be aiming to debut in 2021. Uh, it's a pretty quick turnaround, which makes me think that most of them, maybe most of the members are already picked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least are training right now, and they're just kind of like fleshing out with with other, uh, you know, with additional talent. But we'll have to see. Uh, you know, kind of like the article here on Shunpu just kind of recaps some of the things, including their acquisition of the Interstellar Entertainment creative director, um, and things like that. So the global audition will begin in the United States, where auditions will be held in both Los Angeles and New York City on October fifth. Before heading to Australia and Asia, uh, auditions will be heard, held in Perth and Singapore on October 12th, Melbourne on October 13th, my birthday, uh, Busan, Guangzhou, Osaka, Sapporo, and Taipei on October 19th, Seoul, Tokyo, and Kaohsiung on October 20th, uh, Hanoi mm-hmm. and Bangkok on October 26th, and Ho Chi Minh City on October 27th. Uh, in addition to several moving posters announcing the dates and locations, they came in entertainment and unveiled two unique teasers. So they have a couple of teaser videos. They have a poster with, uh, you know, all the dates and information of the different cities. Uh, kind of fun posters and stuff. This is interesting to see. Uh, there's a lot of spec- there's some speculation here and there, especially on social media or Reddit, and talk about how maybe they may be looking for specifically foreign talent, uh, for international appeal, and for at least maybe for language uh, diversity. Uh, but it could be any, you know, it, it, could be, it could be anybody. It could be you. Um, it's definitely, definitely interesting to see what, what could come out of this. What, what, what are your impressions on this, this announcement and what, what could come from this i'm i mean it's it's to draw hype right you want to you want to draw as much hype as you can uh for what you have going and you want to make you want to make fandoms feel like they can be in on the ground level of something i i think that is i i think uh korean entertainment has done that well in in certain cases um even even like you said looking at like looking at these posters and some of these teasers and some of this other stuff it is very it's very designed to kind of draw attention to it like it's already a concert in a sense rather than what it is um and i think it's kind of to draw attention to the bigger brand overall of big hit and source and source music um because because there's going to be a thing right where where they're obviously understand like people know who bts is but they might not know who big hit is um people so you want to kind of almost make it that people start to know who big hit is and then when people know that they'll look into it and they go oh this is the the production label behind bts so obviously this girl group is going to be amazing that they put together so i need to learn everything about these girls before before boot hits ground uh in a sense um so i think i think that's part of what it is even if like you said even if these auditions are in a in a sense just 
uh, a smoke screen. I think it's a smoke screen to to draw to to draw fandom in before you even have a, a real product, so yeah. to speak. I think uh, it's it's a I would say probably not a full on smoke screen. Uh, I would say I think they're well, definitely. I, I, I'm just using that as like an example. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it, yeah, there is something to be said that this is probably something that they already have talent for, but they're yeah, like you said, they they are building hype for, and they are probably at least genuinely looking for specifically talented, uh, ready-made talent, uh, mm. and to build the hype and to build like the you know like like with. Many of these, like the produce shows and uh, Idol School and 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 things like that, it it definitely, like I said, allows the the fandoms to form and be engaged from like the formation level to like I I I I made this show I I made this group happen <laughs> like this mm-hmm. is you kind of like you have that extra ownership like you you have that extra ownership feel. Uh, as a fan, because you were participating, you know, as a voter, as a as a fan during the the formation process, like, uh, so it, it's it's a cool thing. It's a it's an exciting thing, uh, and I'm looking forward to me. I'm just looking forward to what comes out at the other end. Uh, what kind of girl group they they form, because like the creative minds involved, they are talented. There's there's good creative minds uh behind all this so and behind people that i'm already a big fan of like g friend like bts um so i'm looking forward to what comes out of this at the end um yeah go out there audition even if it's just to to get that experience if you're if you're you're out there and you can sing and you can dance and you you can you want to try and see you know uh how you know if you can succeed and uh, go on audition? Mm-hmm. Just don't sign anything until a lawyer gets to see it. <laughs> they already signed things. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, one last thing we leave off of with uh, kind of like a fun little moment. Just wanted to kind of like fun little cool thing uh to kind of like make the most out of a an unfortunate situation uh dreamcatcher visit mural and send video message to fans after melbourne concert melbourne concert canceled due to venue fire uh dreamcatcher Mm -hmm. had a rough date state of news recently handong announcing a withdrawal from the european leg of the tour possibly to join idol producer in china and then the next day, it was real dead. Their Melbourne show uh, in Australia had to be canceled due to the nightclub they were scheduled catching fire. Uh, and it was a pretty big fire. It actually made local news. Uh, actually had pretty big situation. Ah, Wayfair, fuck you. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Auto playing ad. Fuck you, Wayfair. Um. You know the the club uh, one seventy uh, Russell, formerly known as Billboards, had a big fire. Kind of like had people had to evacuate. 
gonna cause a big damage to the venue, unfortunately having to cause uh the group to cancel. And this is a big bummer. Uh but you know, hopefully luckily I think there were you know, there weren't any major injuries. Uh there there wasn't any major you know, deaths. There were there were the things went by just fine. Um uh, they tried to organize something last minute, but you know they unfortunately couldn't swing it. Uh, but fans did organize kind of like a cool little like fan event just to hang out by themselves uh, in front of a mural somebody like painted uh, on the side of one of the buildings for Dreamcatcher, and Dreamcatcher themselves decided to stop by and, and see the see the mural, see their message. Uh, they even sent a video message afterwards to kind of like say, hey, you know, it's a bummer that we couldn't do this concert. We'll be back. We'll try to make sure we'll be back soon. And uh, I just thought this was a cool thing. It was like a cool little moment to kind of have with the fans. They didn't have to go out of their way to visit this little hangout that was happening, but the they made a point of doing it. Uh, and I thought this was cool. And another reason why I love Dreamcatcher. What would, mm-hmm. did you have an impression on this? I mean, it's just it's just good press. Like you you want to show your fans that that you care about them, and that uh, and then I think that's a, just a simple, easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go check out the, the fun little video of them kind of hanging out uh, there. Obviously, uh, you know they're obviously bummed out that they couldn't have the show, but uh, they're gonna have it. Yeah. There's there's a ton of support in, in uh, for them around that area, so look forward to them getting a chance to make good on that. Um, yeah, good luck to everyone. Uh, yeah, good good for everyone. Good good on you. Uh, I don't know how to I didn't know how to blame that. <laughs> um, yeah, that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Howie Juki. Kaz, what's yeah. what's going on? What's going on in your world? Uh, it is it is coming up on the the football season. Uh, so for us over at Sports Odds and Ends, we run a fantasy football uh, league. Uh, so uh, we're going to be talking about football, obviously, a lot uh, with with all that going on. And we also have a Patreon for the show now. So uh, you can check that all out at sportsoddsandends.com uh, if that is something that you're interested in. Um, I'm also probably going to talk to the boys uh, about the, the Counter-Strike major that is going on because that's happening. So eSports from everything, like I said, from everything from ball sports to eSports, that's what we talk about over there on that show. Um, other than that, that's that's pretty much it because uh, everyone else is gearing up for TwitchCon. Yeah, um, including myself. Uh, happening, so... I'm I'm helping them plan that even though I'm not going, uh, <laughs> but it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, it'll be good. We'll, I'll I'll be out there for us. You know, I'll be representing. Uh, yeah. Other things also. Uh, be sure to check out the Halujuku Instagram. Uh, yeah. Put another IGTV out there, uh, in which I unboxed the Taylor Swift album Lover. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. And, and one would be wondering well, why a Taylor Swift album on a East Asia pop culture uh, social media 
it's I kind of go through it on the video and go check it out. But it's very much because you know this is the special edition of her newest album, and it very much has if you're just looking at it, very much has that K-pop inspired packaging of physical media. And I kind of get you know you watch the video, I go into a little bit on that, kind of showcase uh, a little bit of what uh, is inside, um, and you know just give my thoughts on. The, how K-pop made this happen, and how yes, she wants what K-pop has, but she should. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, like I said, a couple, a few episodes back, physical media is not dead. Uh, it's just it's different now. It's merch. Uh, but yeah, that's a Hallie Kuku Instagram. Uh, we might more do more stuff. Like I might do my, we might do our like our physical album collections and things like that kind of have like stuff so you can you know, get to know like our engagement with, with k-pop and stuff like that so check that out uh he's at king kaz i'm at pua uh the show is at halyuduku uh com, kpoppodcast.com rebelli.net for those who know the shows uh rebelli tv on youtube uh you can find us where you find podcasts. Uh, well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Stitcher. Find us everywhere you find podcasts. Subscribe, like, share, uh, give us feedback, give us some reviews. Uh, tell us what you think. Until next time. Give it to me straight, Doctor. Hasta los huevos. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>